You're now listening to the Self-Development Collective, a podcast in community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be. Welcome to the Self-Development Collective. So in this episode today, we're going to delve deeper into boundaries. We're going to talk about how to set boundaries with family and how to set boundaries with friends, but most importantly, how to communicate those boundaries. So this is something that a listener recently asked. They said, um, could I please share how we actually communicate those boundaries? So whether you're setting boundaries with family or whether you're setting boundaries with friends, this episode is definitely for you. We're going to talk about how to communicate those boundaries. So let's get into it. So getting started with this episode, getting straight into it, I want to share with you a really great quote um, that I have reworded slightly, but it originates from Dr. Becky and her book, Good Inside. So she is a really great parent psychologist. Um, She talks a lot about, sorry, child psychologist. She talks a lot about parenting. She's really great. Um, I was recently reading her book, Good Inside, and she had this quote about boundaries. And I was like, wow, this is so good. It's so on point. So I want to share it with you today. So again, please note that I paraphrased this because it was about kids. So um, boundaries are not what we tell people to do. Boundaries are what we tell people we will do. So I love this because it's a reminder that boundaries are not to control other people's behavior. It is to manage our response. And that is the most important thing. We cannot take responsibility for other people's behavior, nor can we control it. And boundaries are not about that. Boundaries are about controlling our response, about choosing, staying in our power and choosing what's right for us. So how do we communicate boundaries when it comes to setting boundaries with family, when it comes to setting boundaries with friends, how do we communicate those boundaries? And the most important part that I want to talk about and the part that I feel like sometimes we um, can get caught up in is the word communicate. Because when we think communicate, we think that the only way we can communicate boundaries is by saying to someone, I'm setting a boundary. I will not accept this. I will not tolerate this. Um, I can no longer have this behavior in my life. And that is definitely, um, for me, there's been a time and place to set a boundary in that way. And in particular, that has come in handy with me with setting boundaries with parents. And I do speak about setting boundaries with narcissistic people and parents um, in the past episode, which I will share, because that is usually uh, when I've had to really reinforce a hard boundary um, and really had to communicate it in a quite a strong way. But I do want to share the idea today that When we are setting boundaries, it's not necessarily about communicating that boundary, but rather it's about taking action and communicating through the action that we choose. So I'll give you an example. I am not a big phone conversation person, but I found myself through the years getting really tired of having these hour, hour conversations. Like I would hang up and answer this person's call and then hang up and someone else would call. And, you know, I'm really lucky to have a great family, big family, lots of cousins, um, extended family. But the challenge is, you know, you only need three or four phone calls and bam, like that's, that's a couple of hours out of your day. And that was really what was happening to me. I was starting to get exhausted and I was starting to lose track of what I was doing through the day because I'd be picking up these phone calls and getting distracted and feeling as though I needed to pick up the phone. 
So this to me was a big personal boundary. And that's the thing, right? Boundaries, again, are about our behavior and what we will do. And sometimes we will set general boundaries around the things that we find are impacting our lives. It might not necessarily be a boundary with one person, but rather a boundary around something that's happening with multiple people. So for example, phone calls. Do you find yourself getting exhausted because you feel like you always have to pick up the phone to people? Because I know that was me. So this is how I went about it. I decided that if someone called, I would text them and say, hey, um, doing this at the moment, can't answer the phone. Um, is everything okay? Can we organize a time to chat this time tomorrow or this time later or whatever? Um, and I, again, when I wrote that message, just depended on how busy I was. But I made a point of saying to myself that my time was valuable to me and it was really valuable to get done what I wanted to get done. You know, um, granted that doesn't always happen, but I wanted to make sure that I was staying on track with my goals and the things I wanted to achieve. And um, I realized that answering the phone was taking up a lot of that time, especially during work hours. So this is what I've started doing. Now, this is something that's also important to me because I don't like answering the phone and having conversations when I'm in company. And we tend to have a lot of family dinners and whatnot. So this was another strategy around being on the phone when I was with other company. So for me, this wasn't necessarily a boundary I communicated openly to people like, hey guys, not answering my phone any, like anymore during the work hours or not answering my phone if I'm busy or this time and that time. Um, basically what I decided to do was just set the boundary by doing the action. So sitting, sending those messages. So I have a couple of friends who like to call um, and have chats. So my work was there, my boundary sitting there involves me just simply going, Hey, busy at the moment. Um, can we organize a time to chat? Does this time later work for you? Or does this time tomorrow work for you? And making sure that I fit time in for that chat, unless it was an emergency. Um, and that's worked really well for me because, you know, I've managed to take control of my time and be less resentful because I was spending so much time trying to have and fit in all these conversations. And by the end of the day, I was exhausted. So that's an example of how we can set a boundary and how we can communicate that boundary. It's not so much about communicating outwardly that boundary so much as it is taking the action to make sure that we maintain that boundary. Um, and again, it's not necessarily about taking action to say, Hey, I am setting a boundary, but rather, Hey, sorry, can't answer at the moment. Can we set a time this and that? And so now most people know that if they need to catch me, I'll shoot them a message and organize a time to give them a call because I love having great conversations with people and I want to be present for those conversations. So setting a time makes, I make sure that that time is for that call. Um, and that works for me. Some people like the impromptu sort of calls and that's great, but this is a strategy that really, and a boundary that really helped me in my relationships as well. So this is what I was trying to say when it came to communicating boundaries. It's not necessarily about actually saying, Hey guys, please don't call me. I don't want to have calls during the day. I'm getting too overwhelmed. I'm on the phone too much. That to me is how we try to control someone else's behavior when we're setting a boundary, right? Because we're saying to them, don't call. And again, the boundary is not about them calling. The boundary is about how we will respond when people call us. What do we have? What is in our control? our behavior. My, what's in my control is whether I answer or not, the type of message I send, and when I decide to call back. They are the three things that I control. They're the things that I set those boundaries around, sending the message, organizing the time, knowing when it's right for me to pick up and when it's not. Um, and so that's, that's,
that's a really important example only because again, we really get caught up in that idea when we're talking about how to set boundaries or how to set a boundary with someone um, that we really have to like, bam, go all hard in and reinforce it. And, you know, you have to listen to my boundary. And the reality of it is that no one has to listen to any of our boundaries. It's up to us to maintain them. So when it comes to setting those boundaries and communicating them, another point that I want to share with you, something that I got from the holistic psychologist, and she talks about um, three steps to setting boundaries. It's create the boundary, create, state, and maintain. So creating the boundary first, it's great in our lives to recognize where we need to set boundaries. And again, it might not necessarily be with one person. It might be a situation around, it might be a boundary around a situation. For example, like me with the phone calls. The second, the second step is stating that boundary. Now, this is a part that, again, goes back to how we communicate boundaries. It doesn't have to literally be, I am setting a boundary. Again, it is not about controlling the other person's behavior, but rather managing our own. So how can we state those boundaries? What can we do to action those boundaries? How, and again, this is really just reflective of the situation. Depending on the situation we're in will reflect how we communicate those boundaries and how we take action. And the last one is maintain. So maintaining those boundaries. What happens if someone doesn't listen to those boundaries? How are we going to maintain them? Or what are we going to do to support ourselves in maintaining those boundaries? For example, for me, another thing that's really helped is putting my friend on no disturb when I'm working. That's another opportunity for me to go, hey, this is how I'm maintaining that boundary as well. Um, now, another part of maintaining boundaries that I want to share with you, and this is another big part of um, communicating boundaries. What do we do when we have communicated a boundary and someone ignores it? For example, um, I had a um, situation, and I did share this in another podcast episode, um, where I explained to my grandmother that I didn't want to be spoken to about my dad anymore. And obviously, that is not a boundary that is always uh, maintained. Um, again, it's, it ends up being more about, and again, the boundary. For me, I don't want to speak about my dad. That is a choice that I have made. Now, will that stop her from talking to me about my dad? No. But again, the boundary is around how I manage that situation. So for me, it looks like, hey, if you are going to talk about that, I am going to leave the conversation. I'm not comfortable with this conversation. For me, that's when really communicating that boundary comes in. And that for me is part of maintaining boundaries. So when we've set a boundary and someone isn't really um, respecting it, so to speak, or constantly challenging it. Um, and I've definitely found that absolutely when it comes to setting boundaries with family, that can be the toughest one. Sometimes we do have to go down the route of being more assertive with that boundary and literally communicating it. Um, that's something that's worked for me as well. So when it comes to maintaining those boundaries, so say that you have decided an area you want to create the boundary, um, figured out a way of how you're going to state that boundary, whether it's through action or whatnot, um, how can we maintain them? So for me, when, when I'm trying to maintain that boundary again with my grandmother, for example, and it's not being heard, that's what I will do. I will say, hey, I am not up for this discussion. Hey, we've had a chat about this before um, and I'm actually going to leave this conversation. I'm not going to stay. I have left conversations before. Um, and then recently I had a really interesting experience where um, I really have a strict boundary around receiving gifts from my dad because obviously he's not in my life. And for me personally, that just doesn't seem, um, I'm not open to accepting gifts from people that are not in my life. Um, and my grandmother found that very challenging and I can understand that as well. So her view was, well, I'll just give you the gift, say it's from me, but really it's from him. 
So that was a really interesting experience. And the reason I'm sharing this very personal experience is because we all have trouble when it comes to setting boundaries with family. So how do we go about that? Now, for me, that's when I go a bit hardcore in communicating boundaries. So I basically turned to her and said, if you decide to give me that gift, which I know is from dad, then I will be giving it to this person or I will be donating the money. That's how I maintain my response. So my response is not, hey, don't give me the money. I don't want it because she hasn't listened to the previous boundaries I've set. I've gone with the if and then statement. So for me, that's a really great way to maintain boundaries when they're constantly being pushed. If you decide to do this, then I will do this. And this goes back to Dr. Becky. Boundaries, again, boundaries are not what we tell people. Boundaries are not what we tell people not to do. Boundaries are what we tell people we will do. So I couldn't stop my grandmother from her choice of giving me the gift, but I did get to decide what I was going to do with that gift afterwards and how I was going to manage that in a way that felt comfortable to me. So this is another example of what happens when we're trying to maintain boundaries and they're not always being respected. So for me, that is when I really feel as though I need to come in and control that boundary, manage that boundary, really communicate that boundary in an assertive way. Um, Again, when it comes to controlling and managing my response. Um, But again, when it comes to setting boundaries with family, when it comes to setting boundaries with friends, it's not always a case of doing that. Sometimes it's about the action that we can take to reinforce that boundary for us. So again, maybe it's not answering that phone call. Maybe it's not texting back until a certain time at night. For example... I have one of my best friends who has literally said to me from eight o'clock onwards, I don't text back because that's my family time. That's when I have a minute with my boys, with my husband, and I don't want to be sitting on the phone. If you're, she literally said, if there's an emergency, call my husband, his phone's always on loud, but otherwise, because we're neighbors as well. So that's great. But otherwise that's her boundary. That's her way of saying, Hey, I'm not available from this time onwards. It wasn't her saying, Hey, don't text me. Don't call me. Like it was not her trying to manage my behavior. It's her managing her own. Hey, you can message me, but just to let you know, I am not going to be available from eight o'clock onwards. That's my family time. So that's another way, a way of, um, again, another example of communicating those boundaries and taking action on them. So it's not about saying, hey, I set a boundary. For example, with family dinners. Sometimes it's not about, hey guys, I'm setting a boundary. I'm no longer going to stay past eight o'clock. Sometimes it's literally getting to dinner and going, hey, tonight I'm leaving at seven. I've had a big week. I'm not up for it. I'm going to leave. Again, our response, our behavior, setting that boundary around that um, is really just dependent on the situation. How we set those boundaries, how we communicate them and the action we take is reflective of the situation we are in at the time. Um, Or again, the type of boundary that we're setting. So I really loved my friend's example as well, that eight o'clock off the phone, not available, like completely understand, great. I'll text her if I want to write something just because like I have it on my mind then, but I fully understand that she's not going to text back. She's not going to have her phone on her. And that is up for her to maintain. She might see my message and go, no, it's eight o'clock. I'm not answering it. Just because I choose to message doesn't mean she has to reply. Right? So that's the thing. That's the tricky part about boundaries. It's really not about managing what we will and won't allow from other people's behavior. It's about managing our response to situations that we feel are not working for us, that we feel we need a boundary around. 
So I hope this episode has been helpful for you. I hope it's given you a different perspective on communicating boundaries because it doesn't have to be a full-on thing. It's often just the way we feel is right for us to manage and set the boundary. It's really important that we be conscious of the actions that we're taking to set those boundaries. Again, for example, messaging instead of calling back and saying that you're busy and then offering to call at a certain time. Even though that doesn't sound like a boundary, it's a boundary around my time. And that's really important to me. And my friends have respected that. That does not mean that they don't call. They can absolutely call. And sometimes if I'm if I'm in the right place in my time, I'll answer. But they also know that I will always text and organize a time. And that's guaranteed. But also because, you know, as a parent, as a mum, it's busy. So I also want to be able to devote that time to that person. And that's just a boundary that works for me. So I hope this episode has been really helpful helpful for you. If boundary setting is something that you want more on, I've actually created a workbook that I sell in my... Um uh, my new shop. So it's really exciting. I'm now selling uh, planners and workbooks, self-development stuff. So we have like a core values workbook, a vision workbook, um, and a boundaries workbook as well. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in, please have a look. I will add the link below, but thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you in the next episode. Don't forget to share in the comments, any questions you have about boundaries, any feedback you have about boundaries, any of your own situations around setting boundaries with family or setting boundaries with friends. So thank Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. You're now listening to the Self-Development Collective, a podcast in community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be.